Welcome to It's All About the Questions, where learning to ask the right questions can help you achieve lifelong success. Now, here to help you ask all the right questions is award-winning author, international speaker, and business strategist, Laura Stewart. afternoon and evening, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the show today. Today, again, I'm doing it just on my lonesome, not really lonesome, because I kind of like who I am, so I'm never alone when I'm with myself. But anyway, that's just a little aside and a little funny, because it sounded funny when I said it. Anyway, I'm excited to be here today, and I'm doing it a little later than I normally do, because I can, and that's the beauty of setting your own hours. It's such a difference from when I was in broadcast radio for five years where it was a set time every day. And I do like that. So here is my question to all of you who listen to me live and even those who listen on the podcast. Is there a certain day or time that you would love the episodes to drop to podcast when you normally are going to listen or For those watching live, is there a certain day of the week or a time that it would be easier for you to listen to this live? I've been playing around with different days of the week and different times of the day to do the actual lives and dropping episodes to the podcast different days of the weeks and times. So I said, let me ask you all what you would like to do. So drop me a note to any of my social media platforms, or you can always email me at laura at laurastewart.com. And that's Steward with a D, S-T-E-W-A-R-D is in David. So I'd love to hear from you and all of my social media platforms. You can probably find me at the Laura Steward. And thanks to everybody from last week who has been subscribing to the YouTube channel where you may be watching this live or you may be watching it post live. Love to get those numbers up over there so I can brand that channel and make it at the Laura Stewart so you don't have to try to find those crazy numbers of and digits that they give you when they automatically set you up on YouTube. So I want to dive into today because there's a bunch of stuff that's happened over the last few weeks that clients of mine and friends of mine have asked me questions about. And a big one is several people work on contracts where they are hired for a certain number of hours a week or a month. And they said to me, I've been wondering why I've been feeling so burned out lately and why I feel like, and maybe you feel this too, why I feel like I can never stay on track, why I'm always playing catch up with all the work that I have to do, not only for my clients, but in my personal life. And I said to them, all right, well, let's start talking about how many hours a day you're actually spending. And they started tracking it and they realized that they were, they had contracts that said 20 hours a week or uh, 40 hours a month or 60 hours. And they needed to bill all of that and subtract the time they realized they were going over it and not billing for it. So let's use an example. Say you're supposed to work on a contract for 10 hours a week, but you get so absorbed in the project or you're like, oh, there's something extra I'd like to do, and you just do it. If you don't track your time, by the end of that, instead of 10 hours, you could be spending 30 hours, and that means you're behind by 10 hours for all the other things, 20 hours, that you have to do for the rest of the week or for your other clients. 
I was trying to give them some ideas on how they can better track time. And I'd love to hear from you what your best ways are when you have a contract client that you're working with, that you have a set number of hours that you are allowed to bill, how you track your time to make sure you don't go over. And if you do go over, here's my question as well. Do you write that down on the invoice that says, I was contracted for 10 hours a week. I actually ended up doing 20 hours a week. I'm not billing you for it, but I want you to know this is what I did with those extra hours. That shows a client how valuable you are and also says, I'm going back to my contracted 10 hours a week, so you will be not getting these additional resources or endgame items that I gave you. It's important for your clients to know that as well. I have one client who is in the process of negotiating a possible buyout or merger. And one of the things that they ask when you're doing a buyout or merger is, what are your expenses for what you're getting? Well, if your contractors, if your employees aren't telling you about all that extra time that they're doing that perhaps they're not charging you for, then when that turnover happens, the buyer, the merger, be, feels blindsided because you may not be willing to do those extra hours for somebody else. So it's important for yourself if you're not being paid to do those extra hours and you don't want to keep doing them and you're feeling burned out by doing them, start tracking your time and informing your client what those extra hours meant and what that number would actually equate to. Possibly renegotiate your contract with them or just back off and say, well, this is what I can do with those 10 hours a week that you pay me for. I can no longer do those extra things. It's important to set boundaries for yourself, not only with your clients, but in life. And I know that's been a difficult thing for a lot of us to do, especially during COVID when you're working from home and you may not have that end of day where you walk out of the office and you go home. And since we've had these phone devices and iPads and we have laptops everywhere and all of that, it's very easy to forget the boundaries that you have with business and in life. So I encourage you to start tracking what it is you do with your day. I've set up different charts where I break it down in 15 minute increments. And I literally log a note during these 15 minutes, I ate lunch, I cooked lunch, I read a book, I worked on this client project, I worked on that client project, I checked my email, I replied to these five emails. And yes, it does take you some time in your day to track those things. I suggest doing it for at least a week. Some people say three days. I say a week because sometimes things might not always happen on a Monday, Tuesday. Maybe they're on a Wednesday, Thursday, or they're on a Saturday or a Sunday. So I suggest a full week of tracking your time. A 15-minute increment seems overwhelming. Do it in half-hour increments. The smaller the increment, the better, because it enables you to really see where your day is going and get you conscious about your time. And I don't mean just setting up an electronic calendar. I mean, taking a book, a notebook and a piece of paper and in 15 minute increments, writing them down. You can also off the internet, download some different tracking sheets that allow you to track in 15 minute increments. If you can't find them, let me know. Uh, and I can send you 
some different 15 minute tracking increment tools that I've found very helpful over the years. At the end of that week, when you've tracked everything, look at it and say, okay, I did this for a client. I did this for a client. Add all of that client work up, compare it to the contracts you have for them. Also look at that and say, is there anything in here that I really didn't need to be doing? Where are my time sucks? What are the things that I'm doing in my day, in my week that don't move me forward? And sometimes that moving forward is a restoration thing, which is very, very important. So don't forget to write down in there, I slept during these hours of the night, what time you went to bed, what time you actually fell asleep, track all of those things. I took a walk. Those are restoration things and they help dramatically with you being restored enough to do the other things that you want to do with your life. So those are just a couple of things that have come up around time tracking, billing clients, and also restoration and some ideas I have to help you with them. And then I also want to talk about uh, another question that's come up a few times this week and really hit me hard when I went to get my driver's license renewed. Here in Florida, at least where I live in Indian River County, in order to get your driver's license renewed, most times you can just renew it online and they give you a driver's license for 10 more years, which blows my mind coming from New York. There was no such thing and you always had to go to the motor vehicle department to get your driver's license renewed. It's like they wanted to see you in person. In Florida, it can be 10 years, no matter what your age is. I have a friend whose aunt just had her driver's license renewed for 10 years and she's 80 years old, which is fine and great. She's incredibly active and doing wonderfully, but a lot can happen in those years from 80 to 90. When I went, this time it said I had to go in person and I was going to need to take an eye test and... They never told me I needed to bring anything else. I read the letter that they sent me multiple times. I had an eye doctor appointment. So I said, all right, let me bring them a form so I don't have to stick my head in the public use eye machine at the motor vehicle department. And they said I was going to have to have my picture taken again. So I made sure I dressed really nice because, you know, I'm, I'm a little vain that way. I want my driver's license picture to, to look nice. And I show up for my appointed time because you have to make an appointment. I made the appointment and I had this thought that I might want to change my license plate. And I had another question about my registration that I thought would be coming up. As I get to the desk, I tell the woman this and she said, well, did you make two appointments? And I'm like, no, I made one appointment. And she said, well, if you want to talk about those other things, you have to make another appointment for those things. Well, I hadn't. So if I wanted to talk about them, I needed to come back another day. It was not clear on their website about that. Nowhere did it indicate those things. And she said, we have 20 minute appointments and that's how long it takes to do these different things. Well, what if your appointment runs over? What if your clients don't know that? Like I did not know that about renewing my driver's license. These are things that you want your clients to make it easy for them to do business with you, to know what your services are. I'm in the process of redoing my website. Yes, Greg Schuler, I am going to be reaching out to you. But a big part of it is I need to rewrite the copy 
as to what it is I actually do because people don't know I do so many things. So I am sitting down, thanks to Michael Nelson and several of my other guests, to decide what it is I really want to be doing and then be very clear with my clients how they can go about booking my services and what those services entail. It's much easier if your clients know what they're getting or know what they need. I always tell my clients one of the first things is, well, what are your goals for our work together? And if they don't know, I'm like, okay, well, the first thing we need to do is figure out whether it fits with what I can help you with. So that goal setting works on both sides. Being clear about what you provide to your clients, whatever the service is, whatever the product is, is critical to making sure you, they know what you're get, they're getting and you know what you're offering to them for that money. Kind of ties back into the first part of the conversation we had as well, which is about billing your time and tracking your time. If your contracts aren't clear as to what you will provide to your customers and if your contracts that you sign with your vendors aren't clear, then how do you know that either side has fulfilled their contract. I had another friend who had signed a contract to have a book ghost written. They didn't have me look at the contract initially. Some problems went awry. And I'm not a lawyer, but I helped connect them up with this person. And the contract was so nebulous that nobody really knew who was to do what and had no time frames in it and it had no out clause if nothing went right. So I encourage you to look at what you do, how you do it, and if you were clear in your communications with your clients and your vendors to make sure that everybody knows where they need to be at the end of the day to make sure the results are the results you all need. Now, there's nothing wrong with over-delivering as my friend and awesome, awesome marketer and author, Brian Kurtz said in his killer book, Over-Deliver. You can over-deliver, but understand what the cost may be to you and if it is what your client wants as well. Over-delivering is an exceptional thing, but don't do it at the cost of your other clients or at the cost of your health and your sanity at times. So I want to thank you all for being here today for this episode of It's All About the Questions. I know it was a departure, but these are a couple of things that just keep coming up over the last few weeks. So I thought I would just share my insights and my thoughts on them. I'd love to hear from all of you. Share out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, who knows what's going to be happening with Twitter now that Elon Musk took it over, but Twitter, LinkedIn, I'm always up on those platforms. And you can find me at the Louise Lee Laura Stewart. If you're watching on YouTube or you want to see the video links, go over to YouTube. Plus on all the social media, I always post the videos in addition to anywhere your favorite podcasts are heard. And thank you all for making the show top 3% globally worldwide. Would love to hear your feedback. Would love for you to rate, excuse me, rate, review, and share these episodes with your friends, your followers, your business associates. Hopefully you find it valuable. I'd love to hear. Have a great day, everyone. And remember, the right questions can change your life. Mm-hmm.
You've been listening to It's All About the Questions, starring Laura Stewart. Connect with Laura at itsallaboutthequestions.com and download a free workbook that will help you ask better questions starting today.